What is that thing? A Red Dwarf Podcast. Thanks. That's most helpful. What is it? A Red Dwarf Podcast! Well, hello, hello, and welcome, welcome to So What Is It? A Red Dwarf Podcast! That is enthusiasm if ever I heard it. Now, last week we had a little bit of a moan about things, I seem to remember. Um, <laughs> I, personally, I think we should be more positive this week. I, I think we've got, we've got enough, enough material here to find stuff we liked and to repeat stuff we liked as well. What do you think, Matty? I'm going to go to you first as you're looking sceptical. Oh, uh, so... I mean, I think it's fair to say that season seven so far has been... It's not been to the what I expect. It's not been what I expected. I, I think that's a, a, yeah. a, fair, a fair comment, mm-hmm. but, but did you enjoy things about this? This was my least favourite of season zero, seven. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> well, let's park that there, because, because that's not how I feel. Dan, how do you feel? Push that fool out of an airlock. <laughs> Red Dwarf's back, baby! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so, so, so this was a, a, a my favourite version. Uh, I, I think so far in Series Seven, this has been definitely one of the better episodes. Mm. Possibly even the best of ser- Series Seven so far. Dan, uh, it's the best, one of the best in the series so far that doesn't involve the Rimmer song. <laughs> but apart from that, in, ter- in terms of an episode, I thought this episode was really quite good. Yeah, actually, yes. we have a variety of opinion, and I think we across the spectrum, I believe. And we what have... about you? Well, yes, oh, I, what about I, you? I, I, I don't think it was the best of this series, but I quite enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I think I find myself thinking, "Oh, remember when there was a scene like that before, and it was better." Um, <laughs> But there were a fair few things that made me laugh quite out, out loud. So, so that's a plus point. So, Matty, I will ask you first. Then let's let's go straight into a something that made you laugh. Please say there was something that made you laugh. I can't say there was a moment I really laughed in this one. Okay, was there anything um, thematically you liked about it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like this was a bit of a white hole situation here. That was nothing like a white hole situation. Don't, don't talk rubbish. Okay, well, I'll move on from you then. Um, Matt, Matt give, give us a nugget. A nugget? A nugget. As opposed to an airline chicken Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, yeah, that was going to be one of them, but never mind. While you're looking, I actually have got a line that I did like. Go on, go for it. Okay. Um, I've just been molested by Tutankhamun, Tawny Grandma. Excellent. See, that was one of my favourite lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I'm glad so, it tickled your fancy. Yeah, it did. Bit. It yeah. did. Right. Um, he's gone, and some plastic explosives too. Is there a connection? And I just, just highlighting how stupid Cat has become. Yes, I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, he had some okay lines, yes. but I don't know if the how stupid he's become is a good thing overall, personally. But, no, but that doesn't mean to say some of the lines can't be funny. My, my thought of that line, because I actually quite liked it, was he's discovered that he's gone. Buddy. And then he goes and checks storage locker seven. <laughs> I mean, what was he doing? I mean, I can imagine old cat noticing that he'd gone, but he was 
busy doing something personally and selfish, and therefore, and then by the time you found them, then you then you discover these. Maybe two. there's some kind of but, sensor that, that shows that. I mean, just like there's a sensor for the for the door opening in Lister's quarters at night, so Crichton comes and checks for an, upon for an emergency you. dust. Emergency yeah. dust thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's definitely. that's also possible. That's yeah. also possible. I mean, have you got a line you want to suggest? A good line? Uh, I quite liked it in no particular order. Just the first one I'm alighting upon, looking at my notes. Uh, a, a cat line um, when he sort of talks about oh, I do all my best things with my right hand. Um, <laughs> you know, I play guitar better than a chicken. <laughs> there you go. You laugh. I mean, I did laugh. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember laughing in the show at that one. That's the way I tell him. I, I'm just going to go for the scene, actually. The, 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 but, yeah, when she tried to French kiss him and he pulled her whatever out, tongue, teeth, gums, tongues. Tonsil hockey today. The, but that amused me, though. That was very funny. Or the whole thing about it. But when I know what you're say. Dead, Car Dead Caroline is trying to French him, he actually sits up uh, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't do that. It was obviously to grab, grab her tongue in his teeth. Yeah, I, okay. I think overall, I mean, one of the downsides of the episode, I mean, this is Ed By directing, he's directed a lot. I thought the direction was really static, and I think the, the downside of that scene was when he chucked her in the shower. That was <laughs> badly done, and she suddenly got knocked out in the shower. I, mean, I watched both times I watched it. I felt, oh, that was really clunkily done, and it felt like it could have been worked a bit better. Well, mm. How else would she be in there? And what else would she do? She was a, like a rotting corpse. I know, but he sort of threw her in there and suddenly she got knocked out and fell over. This episode seemed hurriedly directed. I would it, agree with that. It yeah, felt yeah. a little bit point and shoot. Well, a lot of the scenes were single shot. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of scenes were just a single shot. That's Normally, I, I can say from... My point of view: When they film it, they do it. They record it at this angle, then at this angle. So one scene can take like four or five hours, whereas in this, it was all single shot. So this was a hundred percent like done in a rush. I mean, they're never necessarily the most grandly directed things, are they? This sort of like sitcom scenario, even in series seven. But I, I don't know. Did you notice down in, in the scene where they were explaining about the epidemic virus? It's sort of, there was a lot of weird close-up shots. I felt it, sort of, it sounded like there was a sound problem. It, it felt like something had gone wrong and they were doing lots of insert shots to me. Perhaps, I mean, my takeaway from that particular moment was, you know, we're back to crime knowing everything. And as much as I think there was a time where we got a little bit bored of that, it was, a, for me, it was, it was a welcome return. Yeah, so like, of course you can talk to a virus. Why wouldn't you be able to? Of course, let's just plug it into the Universal Translator. <laughs> the Universal Translator, I'm glad you brought that up. The Universal Translator, which was the switchboard that I had on my phone in my job around that time. Excellent. A universal translator. Can this story maybe wait? Ideally until after I'm dead. <laughs> that would be useful. That's a blooming switchboard. And I remember having little stickers with everyone's extensions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Little fact out for you. But uh, also going back to things, I mean, there, there seemed to be a, a vague theme of the week. There was almost a vegetarian sort of vibe in there at one point, wasn't there? Well, that was the philosophical question when the virus, when he, when, yeah. when Lutz is trying to say, well, no, no, I'm, I'm different. I, I, I should, you shouldn't kill me. I'm the last of my kind. And, um, and, and, the, and the virus says, well, what about the chicken vindaloo that you had the other day? What, what right did you have? And obviously that's the point at which Crichton points out quite rightly, Lister's losing the argument. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what mm. gives one thing a right to exist? over the other. So yes, that's very true. true. Think. It was a dab of philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We could we could spin out a whole podcast on that. It's not, so we didn't. No. no? no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay then, we'll, we'll move on. It was a theme of the week. A theme of the week. Yeah. Aside from funnies, um, a few things crossed my mind. I mean, there is the cat issue. It's come up before. I remember way back in series two, we, we talked about the cat moving forward, coming part of the crew. We talked about him being stupid. We've talked before in the past, Dan, about I was unhappy with the cat in later series for the way he goes a bit. I don't know mm. if you agreed with yeah. me at the time. How do you feel about that at the moment? Sorry, Daddy. I'm not enjoying his performance overall. Although there are some funny lines he's got, I, I don't, I'm not on board with the way the character is so much now. Yeah, I thought the first half of the episode was probably perfectly typified what you've said and I would I would tend to agree with it. I mean, he even had a point where he pointed out why he's so stupid. <laughs> well, speaking personally, I hardly didn't get no formal education at all. No kidding, Professor? No, it's true, man. That's why sometimes I don't know stuff. Um, but he does, in terms of that element to his character, he does seem to have regressed. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't see but, him having but, that sort of line in series two and three. No, but then, it, but then I think that he did almost belie that that characterisation with some other bits, or he, or he carried it off. You know, I particularly liked him going for the handshake. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Which I liked because Cat's not shaking anybody's hand anyway, so it made it extra. But you know, it was yeah. There were one or two bits there that, and when he's asked to do those bits, I think Dan John Jones is doing a good, does it well. But yeah, I, I I still think he's being badly served. I liked that though with the handshake because that yeah. kind of um, that, oh, that, also, was a, that was a good bit. Yeah, yeah, a, but yeah. Also, kind of with the. Um, with the Kachansky, come on, chop chop, and you know yes. she realizes about to have his arm cut off. That was that sort of kind of joke. I, I thought, yeah, good. But there was um, Matty mentioned White Hole uh, near the start of this, and there was a sort of there's a lesser, 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 a lesser, lesser, lesser. lesser, lesser. lesser. Yeah, there yeah. Was, there's no so. There was a what is no. it? And when Kachansky's exp uh, explaining about the the explanation of the space icebergs, and then he goes great, and then goes to Lister quietly. What is it? You know, so obviously, you know, that's another thing with him being stupid. But I thought, oh, a little what is it, you know? Yeah, memory. and that's it. I mean, it wasn't supposed to replicate the white hole scene, really. It's just similar words and him doing this similar thing. But, but yeah, it was a, a weak start, I thought. I mean, it feels like something more should be being done with that, really. When, when Kachansky's explained that, he just, oh, thanks. What is it? It just feels undercooked yeah. a bit, I think. Mm. Yeah. They used that bit to make the point, again, that she's smart but very boring. I think they've made that point. I'd, I'd like them to crack and carry on with, with, with some other facet to her personality. I think they've they've done that bit today. Are you saying she's not Fabaru? Oh, I like the Fabaru. <laughs> I, I, that reminded me of... of I, I swear I knew someone that used to say that. But also, it did put me in mind of... Because I'm sure all of you had a friend at school who had the perfect colour pencils. Massey, and, did you have a friend at school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was quite so nasty, quite so early on. You know. <laughs> I don't know about the... Just answer one of the questions. The rainfall <laughs> question It's not though. the quiz. <laughs> I, ha I had friends at school, yes. Oh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but what do you think about something to do with Red Dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, when I was in school we didn't have Red Dwarf. <clears throat> Not then. Yeah, you did. <laughs> now, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the first scene. I mean, obviously you, you didn't like the episode quite profoundly, it seems, so you're going to think anything we say is going to be a I, No, no, no. Well, I, I, I much preferred the 
third, third. Okay, the last third. The last, the last third. Yeah. That's the best way to yeah, say possibly, it, isn't it? Possibly. I'd say like, Arguably, yeah, the last sort of yeah. third of it, I felt it really picked up. The final ten minutes, basically. Yeah, when it already picked up and they were like, like getting away and the ship was moving towards it, I generally at that point thought they were going to find Red Dwarf. <laughs> okay. When they said they found a ship, or they found something. No, I agree, because they said they're speeding up by 300%. Well, I'd forgotten what happened, and I thought, oh, yeah. this is the device to catch up. I yeah. think that is a Easter egg type thing, uh, a little something that will induce them to be able to find Red Dwarf soon. So I think, Matt, just, you know, call your heels ever so slightly and happy thoughts. I, was, I think we're going to see Red Dwarf soon, sooner rather than later. Don't call your heels too much. Ice gives you amnesia, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But I reckon it's you. Thing is, you guys know this. I reckon it's got to come back soon. I don't know this. Very soon. But in the beginning, they first mentioned they lost Red Dwarf, and then they kind of fade away and stop talking about it. Now they are mentioning Red Dwarf more. They're talking about that. Is in a way to if you're watching it as the what as someone watching, you're kind of being re-reminded that they've lost Red Dwarf. I reckon they would do that if they were about to bring it back. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get that. I'm hoping the next episode's going to be great. Because I'm really hoping they find Red Dwarf at this point. Again, I have no Okay, moving on. Right? Um, so, I mean... <laughs> but we were they find Red Dwarf in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll come to that next, next week. week. Next week. We're just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we should talk about this episode, to be fair. But, um, but I think we should. Yeah, it, it, was just, it was just sort of like, overall, it is still littered with jokes that are, as I say undercooked for me. I mean, the rainfall joke you started to mention, didn't you? Mm -hmm. so, like, Coastal the, Venezuela. The setup was blind and the obvious, and then she had to say it, but yet, oh, not quite there. I maybe. agree, although on the <clears> plus <throat> side, and compared to last week, this episode was littered with jokes. Yes. Last yes. week, mm. litter, no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I have to, I'm honestly now very tired of the simile jokes, the comparisons now, because there's just too many of them that don't work for me. I don't think I wrote them down. I've mentioned the Chicken Kiev one, which is maybe one of the better ones. Okay. Um, harder to get into than an airline, airline Chicken, chicken Kiev. Kiev. But I think my family's got a little little in-joke about Chicken Kiev, so I don't know if that made it funny <laughs> or not. Uh, what qualifications have you got, meat tenderizer head? The uh, meat tenderizer head. Yeah, I didn't Doesn't know. Doesn't roll across the uh, tongue quite as well as goalpost head. I did, no, it's or not. Or something like that. No. Hadron head. No, no shake condom head. Yeah, no. uh, it just didn't seem, again, it seemed to be a desperate attempt to do something different to be funny, which wasn't quite it, it, there. I, I thought this episode had quite a few callbacks and throwbacks to things that have worked in the past, perhaps in some cases have been overdone in the past, but yes. nonetheless they were things that we remember, perhaps after last week, fondly from things that had gone before. On that basis, I do remember most of those things, even, th even Crichton and his You promised me you wouldn't like her more than me, you promised me! <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I laughed a lot at that, but I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because that's funny or because we've taken the mickey out of it because Matt of, doesn't like it. Bit of both, <laughs> but actually, by comparison to some of the stuff in, I'm going to keep saying last week's, I thought, oh, brilliant, one of my favourite bits. Uh, so I know it's better than... I have written, you promised you, you wouldn't... You promised! That's it, you wouldn't like her more than me, and I put an angry face and yawn. No, I thought it was funny. More Crichton whining. I mean, seriously, I thought it's been happened a couple of times in the series, and it's been a couple of episodes since, 
And it comes back again. I think that's okay. And again. And really again. Mean. Just come back the one time. No, just to watch just a couple no, of nights. It, it's quite in most episodes. But it's, at this point, it's quite and basically in love with Lister now. Because the way he was doing, it was really like he was in love with him. It's right? a seriously like, quite dysfunctional it, relationship, it, that it is. It really is. Which sort of what all sitcoms are built on. Come on. Yeah, I, I Ross mean, and Rachel doesn't exactly go wrong with Crichton and Lister. <laughs> it goes fairly wrong, doesn't it? But, um... We were on a break! <laughs> but no, I, I liked all this sort of ducking into the scene and doing the dusting scenario. I thought that was quite amusing. I was amusing enough, but I can just do that is whining. Mm. We had another mode, shame mode. Shame mode. That, that, mode, various others. We that had was shame. amusing. Mode watch, obviously. Mode, yeah. mode watch. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, previously, and it's not been universally um, loved, I think it's probably fair to say, the niggle between Crichton and Kachansky has been... Uh, a feature of Crichton in this series, let's be fair. This time, when they were mucking around with the pillow in Lister's room, I enjoyed that. I've just been molested by Tutankhamun's horny grandma. Of course I'm not smegging all right. Now, I don't know how this is going to edit. We've just had a scenario of, uh, which won't make it to the podcast, but we were on Pillow Talk. Dan. We've had conversation about Crichton and Kachansky going at each other all the time, and it's probably gone on too far, and, and Crichton's been his whiny, and I know Matt doesn't like that, but... I enjoyed the interplay this time. Mm. Whereas I've got pillow joke dead time. <laughs> I think it probably went on a bit long. Yeah. Um, but I like the premise of it. Well, again, in, in, this, in this episode, uh, talking about the direction and the way it's structured, there, there were a few times it felt like there was a, uh, an okay joke that wasn't played off quite right. I, I really liked the... I say really liked. I liked the... They're making a, a, a look on your face of terror or whatever. Back of my neck! Great big gob of ice water! And it's really horrible! And right down into me crevice! You can't beat the word crevice, really. Uh, so that was good, but then it sort of stopped and they walked off. Uh, do you know what I mean? It, We've, it didn't feel we like it's completed. have all been there. We've, I really like that as well. I, I wrote that down as well. But then, yes. Yeah, it just sort of stopped and, and Katansky walked off. And there was, there was no sort of like finishing moment. I'm liking her more. Oh, good. Yeah. That's someone is. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I mean, she had a better episode, definitely. She did, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, it was more straight and there's a, a few decent lines. I mean, she's calmed down, I guess. She fits in now, I think. But she fits in. It's just, just a... It's just a... The, uh, the biggest problem is, at this stage, I think, is that she seemed like a replacement for Rimmer when she could have... Fitted in with Rimmer there. Maybe. I would yeah. really, really like to see them together. Mm. I kind of, I, um, I, w- I do find myself thinking during scenes and scenarios, what would Rimmer do in this, in, in this sort of, this sort of thing? And with Kachansky there, I'm not saying that I, you know that she needs to go, uh, not at all. But I, I do find myself thinking, yeah, it'd be nice if Rimmer was there as well. I, I think. You know, when I talked before about, you know, I think she's done the bit about how she thinks they're uncultured. She's done the bit that she's clearly smarter than, at least, you know, knows more. Son of cream gate, yeah. Son <laughs> flying through space. She knows more about flying through space than, than they do. But, yeah, I would like to have seen some other facets to her character, because otherwise she's the stickler and she's a bit... No, oh, she's not pompous like Rima was, but she's, she's you know, and, and he certainly wasn't particularly clever. But, you know... Yeah, it feels like they're trying to to replace him, and actually, he's gone. He's gone, buddy. Um, so he's a new character. Let's not try and make 
I think that more distinction would have been better. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not sure I agree that they're trying to replace him per se, but it's just that we miss Rimba and she's a new character that came in, and so it feels like there's that swap over and and, and it's not doing the same. And, and maybe job. to make that, yeah. you know, more obvious that, that there's there's no attempt at replacement. Um, it's almost a lose lose situation. Uh, yeah. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I am really interested. I can't remember if I've actually said this before, but I, I would be really, really interested in rewinding back to 1997 and 21-year-old Dan and, uh, and Mr. Maisie here kind of having a conversation about Kachansky over Rimmer. How you would have thought back in those days about him going and an, another character coming in? Was it bemoaned that he wasn't in it anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. Um, definitely. I don't. I don't. I made every effort to enjoy this series. I think at the time I wasn't someone who went out there and said, "Oh, it's all rubbish." Because, um, and I've possibly moaned about it more doing this podcast than I ever have done for series seven, and, and sort of felt worse about the series than I have done before. Not that I've rewatched this one loads and loads as much as the. the and series we can before. all understand yeah, why. Exactly, and mm. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I do have mixed feelings about. Kachansky and, and Chloe Annette and the way it's played and the lines she gets and stuff. It's mm. like some of it, some of it is down to her. Some of it's down to the writing. Some of it's down to the situation. It's a, it's a, it's a mixed bag, really. I don't, I don't think it's entirely successful. But again, okay. that may be down to this series as much as anything else. I don't know. Anyway, in this episode, I did think about you, Matty, because yeah. obviously there was the, 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 the part you've already alluded to when he's trying to seduce Kachansky, and, and he, and he goes, "What did I do wrong?" And uh, I, just, I just felt like it was a situation. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> Are you suggesting that Matty here? What did I do wrong? Come on, let's bounce these springs. That like goes up to girls. Goes up to it's girls rumpy like, Come on, time. rumpy pumpy time. Yeah. Is that the do you get your coat off? I'll put my, oh, ba- I'll I, put my Batman you, costume. Do you know what? I love the fact. Before we started recording, you made a point of asking my new girlfriend. Are you going to be watching this podcast? And then that's what then you're talking about. I mean, this this what's not going to happen for a few weeks. She may <laughs> she may not even be around by that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So okay. much, so much editing on this oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, yes, yes. A lot of this won't make it. No, no I don't think it I'll should take either. Take so you still need to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question I now? Know. I don't know. I think it's just a joke and I might put a little jingle in and move on. <laughs> AKA, that wasn't really a question. That was an excuse to make a joke at my expense. Yep, yep. Yeah, there we go. That's pretty much. So there was another point in this episode, Matty, I was thinking of you, when, when um, Lister was reading Dr. Aardvark's junior medical encyclopedia. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did, if, oh, if you Google... Dr. Arvars, yeah. Junior Medical Encyclopedia. And you have? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Gen- genuinely, I think that's the only time I can remember I've ever Googled something and there have been no results. Mm, I'm strange. surprised it doesn't feature in somebody's writing something about Red Dwarf and it pops up. Because obviously it's not a real Well, word. I'll have to put it lots in the notes for this podcast. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, no, genuinely you should, because I think this could be... Well, it sounds to, more feasible than Rasta Billy Skank, for God's sake. And yeah. then that, that is a thing on, on YouTube, because you found it, didn't you? I did, indeed. Um, <laughs> I... I will be gifting to each of you. A and Chicken Morango, <laughs> and I know this is a, just a little bit out, out of date, but Chicken Morango is an actual dish. I didn't know. Oh yeah, I cooked it. No, too slow. I, th- I yeah, too definitely, slow. definitely. Um, okay, so so my notes are being ticked off one by one here. 
Um, Matty, I mean, obviously you haven't said too much. This is a serious question. Have you ever peed high up a wall as your greatest achievement? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually was going to ask you a serious question. Anything else you want to bring forth about this episode? No, you have been negative. I was talking about it. I'm not going to suggest it has changed your mind, but has it changed your mind at all? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it has. Because you actually reminded me of lots of bits I did laugh at, and actually comparing it now, maybe I watched it with some sort of negative... I'm, well, this sounds really bad. Happens, maybe it? I watched it with a negative expectation, expecting it not to be good, <clears> and I was ex- or a slash, I was still expecting to be blown away. I was like, come on, I need something great to happen now. Mm. And it didn't happen. I think maybe that's what happened, because I don't think the episode was terrible. I don't know what Matt's laughing at now, but I, the episode definitely wasn't... Terrible, by any sense. It wasn't Whitehall territory. Do ha ha. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've managed to, we've helped you. I thought it was a good appreciation of it. I thought it was a good story. Mm. You know, I I liked it. The 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 end of it was great. I genuinely think actually the end was really good. Yeah, it's a nice nice solution, wasn't it? it? Yeah, and ended on to be continued. It did that. I, I did notice, and I kind of thought, why? But yeah, uh, because yeah. Craig Charles has got to get his arm back, I suppose. Yes, of course. Uh, we could, yes. just, could just buff out next week. Because, <laughs> yeah, after like, all, it is Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Oh, that was yeah, especially yeah. to say that. Um, now, I do have a memory um, memory lane moment of the week. So. Cue the music. Hearing the word thatch put me in mind of when I went to university and... <laughs> Did you have a hot wax? No. <laughs> we, went, we, went to, we, went to, we went to a sexual health seminar type thing. And um, I don't think I've ever felt so quite so uncomfortable in the whole of my life. There was this very shaky video that we were, we were shown with this woman about how to apply things to your nether regions if for for example, you had a particular type of sexually transmitted disease that involved small creatures. I think it's very appropriate. Okay, I do remember her voice saying, and make sure you smear it all over your pubic thatch. <laughs> and said it exactly like that because me and my friends from university used to say, all over your pubic thatch, <laughs> in that voice to each other. And it just reminded me of that, and I actually was drinking some orange juice, and it came out of my nose. Um, when it, well, didn't you have a video? A little bit of vom vom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember where that comes from. Now, but yeah, a little bit of vom vom. Was that to do with Margaret Thatcher or something? Thatch. As well, Maggie's thatch. Thatched. Yeah. As in thatched cottage. Oh, okay. In your thatch. I was thinking of pubic like a, thatch. I thought they were talking about. That's not her first real name, really, isn't it? It's actually. I mean, not, I mean to, to be fair to the episode, pubic. you're not laughing, is it? You're not getting the jokes that are there. Yeah, exactly. I genuinely thought it was some sort of Margaret Thatcher pubic hair joke. <laughs> <laughs> it has the word. It has the word crotch in it. Yeah. Just have a different perspective on Payne Crichton. As would you if every summer you had to pour hot wax on your crotch and rip out half your thatch. But I was saying, following that quite soon was the give that man an eyebrow, no, give him two. I enjoyed that. Yeah, Did yeah, you? I, I, I thought it was all right, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I got that, really. I didn't I mean, get I got it either. It because Crone doesn't have any eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, OK. And I got it in that yeah. sense, but I didn't get why you would use it as a joke. It, it was a turn of phrase uh, by, from, from the virus, this being, of course, mm. the second virus that has tried to kill Lister. Yeah. 
Oh, definitely, yeah. It's definitely confidence and paranoia type vibes. And it took me a moment to, to, to confirm to myself that it wasn't uh, confidence doing the voice. No. Obviously it wasn't, but just for a moment, he sounded a little bit like it. Yeah, which does, does bring us, I think, to an unfortunate missed opportunity when he's talking about the love songs to Kachansky. I mean, it's another illness. I know. Uh, and um, There's only two things that rhyme with Kachansky. I used Underpansky twice. We should have had a song, shouldn't we? We, we should have had somehow Lister singing. I tried to kindle like firelight it dwindled now I wonder when this wind will ever stop move on I mean we could, but I mean what else does rhyme with Kachatsky? Romansky? Well, anything you put ski on the end <laughs> no. of, well, well, well exactly underpantsky popular 80s yoghurt I like underpantsky anyway so again going back to old things we talked about I found myself thinking here um, how how much I was appreciating Craig Charles' acting. We always used to say it to me in the early days. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, guys? In the early days, we we said, "Oh, is Craig Charles going to get a bit better at his acting?" And he did. But yeah, I found myself thinking it here. I well, thought he, I thought he was doing a good job. He's yeah. ten years in, mm -hmm. so that's twenty twenty one and a half hours worth of television. So yes, you would think that he would have. Well, yeah, I, I, it's not been in doubt. He's, he's, he's been fine for a while, but I don't know. I just, just for some reason, whilst watching this, I was just sort of. Uh, I think about he had it. a lot. He had a lot to do in this episode. Last week, he barely registered in our conversation, at least. I think um, he had he had a lot to do. He was put through the ringer, so it wasn't just him sitting there eating a curry, picking his nose with top with with tongs. So he, <laughs> uh, so he was pushed and stretched a little bit. And I thought he, yeah, I thought he rose that pretty well actually. Yeah, mm. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good, good performance from. See, I know we're not the, there yet at the uh, uh, roundup episode, but I, I think looking back, there's going to be quite a few good moments at least we can reflect upon on this series. I'm hoping. So let's bear that in mind for well next week. I suppose we'll mm. be recording that. Won't be. It will come out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to to say, anyone? I've got one or two more things I'd like to touch upon. Matt. Go on then, I'd like to hear what you would like to touch okay. on. Okay, um, it's, it's a slight negative, possibly, but it's, it's like we've, I've said it before a couple of times, when they have a joke and then they do the same thing a bit later. I can't rem remember what the last time was now, but there was definitely something I thought, well, why have they done that twice? Possibly about potatoes. The spring and tomato. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah um, but this one, we had Lister doing a fainting and falling over, and in the same episode we've got Cat doing a fainting Yeah, and I didn't get over. that. There was no real point to it. Yeah. Uh, someone having their arm chopped off. I know I would be. I don't know he certainly would be. Yes, but he, kind of, but he, what, he fell to the floor and suddenly had rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you did you not notice that? It was it was a comedy. I'm still I'm on the floor. Oh, okay. Have you, have you never seen a cat faint? Yeah. Oh, no, neither have I. No, but it's just so the we, fact we'd already had Lister fall over with a thud, and we're doing the same joke again. It's sort of like. I don't know. It, it was... oh, I can completely understand the yeah. fainting. Yeah. Someone had their arm cut off. No, I understand the fainting, but from a comedy perspective, <laughs> it was just like you're doing the same thing again. I'll tell you what, if it's... they had that tool in some modern films, 127 hours would be so much shorter. <laughs> It'd be 15 it... minutes, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. Is it, I like that there's no real reaction, just... Another bit, another bit. <laughs> I, I, I quite like that. Another, another bit, another bit. That, yeah, that, that was good. And, and it was. He was unconscious. 
Well, I suppose he would have been if that was out of me. But he was unconscious. It's a bloody good job. <laughs> that would have turned Red Dwarf into some sort of horror, like Saw or something, if that was the case. <laughs> No, he was unconscious. I, I, yeah, again, I like that being in. That was uh, um, sort of expected, but reasonably amusing. No, still, I didn't get. There was something I didn't get, and I've only, I've only actually written down part of the quote because I couldn't be bothered to go back. When they were cutting down, uh, cutting off Lister's arm, Lister's right arm in pieces, Cat said something about a cold day in hell, and then barbecue wings. I didn't. I didn't understand. Oh, so it was. I, this, I don't know about you. This has put me off barbecue wings forever. Another chicken oh, okay. joke. Same episode. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, so you can only make one chicken joke. Yeah. Episode. It was a different chicken joke. It wasn't the same chicken joke. Yeah. <laughs> After all that, having his, his right arm sliced sliced into pieces, it still didn't frigging work. No, I mean some percent. I mean, I, I get why it didn't work. I thought there was maybe an extra section in here that was one too far. Now maybe it plays into next week as well but yeah the, the running away bit and and beating the virus by fooling him for the 300 percent thing and then that didn't work as well it's sort of like it felt like there was a section that possibly was padding i mm. don't know but maybe the engine thing comes into it i honestly can't remember if it's relevant or not mm. um so if it is then that was worth it if not it felt like it was just a oh we need another few minutes on here because they could have just gone from the first bit to the Chansky bit, almost, yeah. couldn't they? You got any facts this week, Matty? Um, yes, I do, in fact. They actually, the original script for this was actually going to be almost completely different. Uh, this episode was actually always originally written with Chris Barry in mind. Right. Um, but it was obviously rewritten because he had left the series at that point. And of course, this was a, one of those scripts that was written by someone else, basically. Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, so originally, the original script ending was from Rimmer... To let the um, edemy, 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 that's it. Epidemic, The virus. <laughs> the virus infect him, then Rimmer deactivates himself. I thought you was trying <laughs> He was trying to say, I thought you were trying to say, Edema May Beans. Edema May Beans. Edema May Beans. Edema About food with you guys. <laughs> harmless. It's not harmless. Harmless. It's not harmless. And it sounds a lot like the Homs city in Syria. The original script ending was for Rimmer to, to Chicken Kiev infect him. Then Rimmer deactivates himself, <laughs> <laughs> leaving the Edamami bean exposed so that Cat can shoot it with a bazookoid. Um, but because Chris Barry left the series, that ending had changed. But yeah. I would have liked to have seen that ending. That would have been a great ending. Yeah, well, he's not here, so move it, on. It would only yeah, work. Yeah. I say one thing, they're asking me to no, say something. I know, I know, but it's, it's, it's all hypothetical. Yeah. That would have only worked if they'd used the, uh, if they'd used the rogue simulants bazookoid, because, of course, the ones that our lot have got are rubbish. Oh, yeah, of course. What about those normal simulants? I was about to say, I suppose, I, 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 that are I'm rogue. Okay, all simulants <laughs> are rogue. <laughs> but you know as well can we just say as well what did everyone think of like the virus the I virus? thought it was very little shop of horrors wasn't it it was mm. it kind oh, of yes but I quite liked the I quite liked the virus I did I was actually a character I really enjoyed um, yeah I, it, was, it would have been nice to see a bit more maybe a bit funnier but and he had his eyebrow jokes I mean who might have what more do you want yeah there's quite a few body hair jokes in this episode, actually. You've got your, your thatch, yeah, thatch, you've got your thatch. eyebrows. It's a bit, bit monothematic, really, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, go for those. I have a question, though, of course. Have you ever been to Swindon? 
Well, yes. Yes, yes, I have too. And I don't think we, I think we should move on. Hello, everyone listening in Swindon. <laughs> Where, whereas I, um, I went on to uh, IMDb to look up uh, Nikki Leatherborough, who played uh, Caroline Carmen. This is her only credit. She did such a good yeah. job. She did such a good job. Nibbling his ear. Well, I mean, why? I'm assuming you know IMDb doesn't cover the fact that she was clearly you know playmate of the month in uh, in, in plays on B or whatever. <laughs> Three million years ago. See, I, that, that was an example of a line I, I liked, but it somehow didn't come off as good as it should have done. Should we do another round, if we can, of things we liked? I'll go to Matty first. Don't go to Matty first. Well, it's better than going to you last. Um, there's not much call for knowing how to open a lager bottle with your anus. Oh, yeah, I dispute that, but okay. Yeah, no, I like that. <laughs> I had a bit A good line from the virus, yeah. 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 Uh, I uh, particularly, uh, when, when Lister was telling them effectively what was in his will, and he, he said to Cat, you can have anything in my wardrobe. And yes, was, yes. Oh, I, I need some new hangers. Yeah, I like that. That's not yeah, in the yeah. I've got. No, yeah. that made me laugh. Yeah, no, we that was you, one of the This is your favourite episode of the series, isn't it? No, that really annoyed me because you know the fact you said that? When I watched it, I thought, I need to write that one down. That one made me laugh. And I didn't write it down. So, there yes. There you go. Lesson learned. When you do the quiz, ask him a question about what Cat wanted yeah, from Cat the wardrobe. Yeah, yes. All right. right okay. <laughs> I, I, I might give him the point now. No, no, Just because it. I reckon he'll get it wrong. Yeah. So it's going <laughs> to happen. It's going to happen. Matt, have you got through your script? I'm um, afraid I was unable to find anything. Are you joking? Well, no. Let's I have another Cat one then, Matt. Okay, well, I, I really liked it. She's right. You already screwed up the ping pong tournament. Now you're going to mess up the yo-yo championships too. <laughs> yes, yes, I like that, and it's not written yeah, down. Yeah, here. that's a good one. That's um, a good one. Suggested that post-operatively you could have half a juggling lesson. Yeah, exactly. Just, let's that. go for some more cat ones. I hardly didn't get no formal education at all. <laughs> Uh, it was just non-stop now. It, oh, exactly. I, I think it was. He was on Comedy Fire. It wasn't just him that said this one, but I, uh, I, I did enjoy his face particularly when uh, Kachansky said, you know, my Dave, my Dave had a phrase yeah. that even, even the word hopeless has hope in it, and it was Cap for me who led. Maybe it had, had to be, be there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we go. I think we've covered them all now. I think we have. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I am disappointed in the Cat's performance, okay, he had a few good lines. He did have some good yeah, lines. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've written that. I don't know what that means. Oh, I know what that means. Let's, let's bring it down a notch. Cat's look. He's always got this uh, on his face now. It's, he's always got this permanent stupid. What? Dwayne Dibley! Almost. almost. Yeah, he is. Yes. He doesn't almost. have an essence of Dwayne Dibley, I, I, I think you've hit a point on there. I think that has affected... Cat. Yeah, that's true. I think now, now you've said that. I think he's done Dwayne Dibley, and that's become part of his persona in a, mm. in a kind of way. So yeah, on that profound he's note, permanently traumatised yeah, by Dwayne Dibley. Possibly. But do you think that is the actual character, or is that the actor? Well, I think that's what I'm saying. I think Dylan John Jules has acted Dwayne Dibley, and it's become part. He's of, yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's incorporated doing. it into his, his persona. We'll have to ask him when he when he asks to be. When he pops round, yeah, inevitably, yeah, yeah inevitably. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, but on that profound note, I think we probably should leave it there to be continued for next week, if that's okay with you guys. I think to be continued. I, as we are with uh, with the series at this point, I think we're um, we're, we're keen for next week. Let's. Uh, mm. Money more. Fantastic, yeah. and, and guys, I hope you're ready. If we've got time, a quiz. A quiz next Ooh. week. Who's doing we'll the quiz next week? Episode. Well, I've already got one of my questions room. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, then. <laughs> I don't mind if anyone wants to take over. Uh, Matty, do you want to write a quiz? I'd love to do the quiz. Yeah. Really? 
I actually would because I wouldn't have to answer any of the questions. Okay, then you do it. I mean, <laughs> you've got to get it ready for next week. I could do that. Okay. Yeah, no, you could. We right. need. I can do it. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not working at the moment. I can do it. You can do the quiz then. Excellent. I'm doing the quiz Excellent. next week. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lose. Tune in next week. Well, it depends. Well, you're if getting... the quiz is terrible, we've made a play <laughs> you Okay, we'll go for that. We need Excellent. a change. We do. Uh, no, just, just like this series, we might have the shittest quiz for us. There is no part of this that I'm not worried about. <laughs> oh, you see how it should be done. I fear I that, that some of the things that one or two or three of us have said in the past might come back to bite us. It, I can see this being a low-scoring quiz. It's going, be, it's going to be more difficult because you know, in the past, I I felt like I knew most of the stuff. I haven't watched this as much, so it is working more on memory from the last ten weeks because it's taken us a while to get through this one for one reason. Or yeah, another. it has. Yeah, just just real life getting in the way. Oh, I know. Yes, I know. Summer holidays. Covid stuff, all sorts of bits and pieces. Anyway, on that note, we will say goodbye. So it is goodbye from me, Matthew. It's goodbye from me, Matt. Yes, yeah, goodbye from me, Matty. And it's goodbye from me, Dan. Ta-da! To be continued. Make sure you smear it all over your pubic thatch. <laughs>